You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown Las Vegas! We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field and bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get get it it on. Here's your hosts, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. It is game day, Raider Nation. Welcome back to Silver and Black today. Scott Goldbranson, Mo Moulton with you. Hope you get excited for the game tonight, right? doesn't matter who's playing, who's not playing. We get to see young players fighting for their job in the setting of Canton, Ohio at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's going to be a blast, and it's football season once again. The long, arduous offseason is over for the fans. By the way, don't forget, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Get it, just, just subscribe to it. That's all we're asking you to do. Hit subscribe, whether it's audio, whether it's here on YouTube, if you're watching us on YouTube pregame, because we are the pregame show today on YouTube uh, uh, before the game kicks off at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. But do that for us. Also, when you get there and you listen to us, give us a five-star rating. We'd appreciate it. Uh, But I bring on now my co-host, and that is, as I mentioned before, Mr. Mo Moten. Finally made it, Mo. Game day is here, and now it's time. Yes, it's time for some football. Are we excited? I mean, I know this starts your busy work season, too, with your with your work at Bleacher Report and at Sports Not, even though the football is now 12 months a year. But here we go, man. It's time to kick off the season. We've gotten so far into the offseason, we're bickering about preseason week one depth charts, or should I say week <laughs> zero depth charts. That was the conversation leading up to our our show today. So we're going to get into that. Also going to honor Mr. Speed Kills today. So that's going to be fun. Uh, Stay tuned for that. That's right. Uh, And Mo there touched upon what we're going to do in the first segment. We'll talk about the game. We're also going to talk about three things you should pay attention to in tonight's game against the Jaguars. Yes, it's preseason. And I know some people get upset because they don't see the starters which I'm willing to bet anybody out there that there will not be any of those starters playing in the game as we're used to now. But there's a lot of question marks. Mo and I have talked about the last few shows that we need to find out about, and this is how you start to do that. So that's in segment one. Segment two, all about Cliff Branch. Appreciate all the great feedback. We ran uh, an interview that we did in 2019 with Cliff in the studio on Silver and Black today. And uh, on Wednesday, and that was uh, well received and it was a short interview, but I hope that it just kind of brightened your day a little bit to to hear him talk about why he felt at that time. And unfortunately, he passed after that. But um, at that time, why he didn't feel he was in the Hall of Fame, which Mo, he said, Mr. Davis, he he was straight up and it was not disrespectful because obviously he's best friends with Mark Davis. 
But he talked about why Al Davis was disliked, and he felt as though that was why he wasn't in there. Yeah, he talked about that, and you know that could play into it. I'm sure the fans believe that played into it. But all that matters now that he's in, and he's going to be honored, and and that's that's what we can move on right now. Yes, and then after we do that and give the man the honor that he deserves here on Silver and Black today, we will close out the show with a visit from a man from the Far East known as Mostradamus. Mostradamus will be here. Mo, I don't know if you have any cool headgear you can put on uh, that wouldn't be inappropriate for the show, but if you have something, maybe. If not, we have the crystal ball ready to go. We're going to talk about who shines and who whines. Now, that is kind of who's going to do well, who's not going to do well. People really don't whine, but I just used it because it rhymed. I mean, that's just the way it is, right? I was looking for some terminology, Mo, and I just said shines and whines. It rhymes. Let's do it. Uh, uh, and then we'll talk about what what will surprise us. Mo will give us that. Mostradamus, he'll talk about perhaps the first player's cut after the game, all this stuff. So we're going to get into uh, prognosticating. Yes, prognosticating. Mo, you're a writer. You'll like that word. Um, <clears throat> that will be in the final segment of the show. So let's get off and get started today, Mo, with the game coming up tonight in Canton, Ohio. Uh, here, I am in the same state, down highway, down Highway 71. Uh, but nonetheless, if you look at this game and you look at three things we want to pay attention to, let's, of course, we've beat the drum for the last two shows, but I want to start with it, and that, of course, is the offensive line. For fans out there watching the game, of course, the focus has been on Alex Leatherwood, but there are other things to see on that line. Mo, tonight's game, if fans are watching and they key in, they ISO, if you will, on the right side of the offensive line, what are they going to look for? They're going to be looking at the right side of the offensive line, which I believe you will, I will be. Everyone who's a Raiders fan will be looking at, one, who's going to get the, the first reps at the position, because as I alluded to in the opener, uh, Alex Leatherwood is still listed as a starting right tackle. Now, again, that doesn't mean much of anything. I remember when Jack Del Rio was the head coach, he joked that he let Will Kiss put together the depth chart. Will <laughs> Kiss is the public relations <laughs> guy for the Raiders, by the way. Yes, yes. So uh, the preseason depth chart doesn't mean anything. So I'm interested in who's going to get the first reps and how long do these guys play. I expect Lester Cotton Sr. to play, get most of the reps at right guard because that's where he's been throughout most of the spring and through training camp. But that right tackle position, Who's going to get the reps and who's going to get a lot of playing time? Because it can mean different things. If a player is out there for a long period, it can mean the coach staff wants a longer look at him before they make a decision on whether to cut him or, or make him the second or third stringer. It could also mean that they want to get that guy warmed up because he's going to eventually start week one. So until we figure out what the motive for Josh McDaniels is, we really can't even draw any conclusions at the right tackle position. But we can evaluate how that player performed against the Jaguars. And, and I want to address, too, Mo, we had some folks that that pushed back a little bit on our discussion on the last show about Alex Leatherwood and his quote-unquote struggles that we heard from media reports, we had heard uh, from the player themselves in the press conference about it. Um, and again, we hear the comparison to Colton Miller. And I immediately pushed back on that to say, hey, listen, um, number one, Colton Miller struggled at times, there's no question, during his rookie season, but Colton Miller... Mo had a, a, a pretty bad knee injury. Uh, it wasn't enough to keep him out of games, per se, but he played with it. He showed his toughness, and he actually progressed as the year went on. Now, 
to be fair, Leatherwood was switched from tackle to guard, but at the guard position, you didn't see a lot of progression over the course of the second half of last season. So talk, in your view, to the differences between those two. Yeah, I've been saying this until my face turns blue. I don't know if it could turn blue because of the melanin in my skin. But I've been <laughs> saying this for months, that the difference between Colton Miller and Alex Leatherwood is almost apples to oranges because, as you just said, their struggles as rookies were totally different. One guy played through an injury. The other guy switched positions after four weeks into the, into the season. So when I brought up Alex Leatherwood being a guard, a lot of people were like outraged over it. And I'm like, if you think about it, if you break it down, he's been an NFL guard long as he's been an NFL tackle. So yes. he has more experience on the pro level at the guard position. So I don't see why that would be a crazy idea to move him back there. Just because he was drafted to be a tackle doesn't mean he's going to be a tackle. Now, I think they're going to give him the reps at right tackle because that's where he's played, according to reports at training camp. So he's going to get those reps at the position. But we're going to find finally see where his weaknesses where is the, where is his strengths where has he progressed if there's any progression there or or is he making the same mistakes that he made last year as a rookie we'll find out on the field and, and for a lot of the fans and viewers and listeners who've who've written me over the last day since our tuesday show uh i told look i agreed i said listen we're going based on what we saw in camp now you get these guys out on the field all right and then We'll see how they do. So, so could somebody change our mind after after tonight? Absolutely. At least start to, right? So, so I'm not putting that out of the realm of possibility. Alex Leatherwood could go in. I don't usually see that. You usually see it happen more slowly, but you never know. So I'll give him that. Okay, second thing we want to watch, Mo, in this game, we talked about it on Tuesday a little bit as well, which is the middle of that defense. Who is going to stick up there? Who's going to show up there? We have some veterans, obviously. We talked about the injuries to Bilal Nichols. We talked about the injuries on uh, on the end with Frackle. Um, what about that? What about people watching the middle of that defense? Who in particular are you looking to see maybe make a move to, to uh, make some noise and make the roster and get some significant playing time in the middle of that Raiders defense? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's definitely got to be my 50-man roster sleeper, Darian Butler. I've been mentioning his name the last few shows. Again, I've been on Darian Butler for months now. So just saying, if he pops tonight, <laughs> just remember where you Wait, most Wait, is later in the show. <laughs> I'm just saying. But um, the, the, the middle of the defense is, I think the rotation is pretty much set. You're going to have Denzel Perryman, who's going to get most of the snaps in the middle. And then Jayon Brown and Divine Diablo are probably going to split reps at outside linebacker. And those are going to be your three main guys. It's the spots behind them that are going to be up for grabs. I just mentioned Darian Butler. Kenny Young is in that group. Of course, Micah Kaiser went on IR with, I believe, a foot injury, lower leg injury. So he's going to be out for the season. And I believe they have another undrafted free agent there who I, who I think is not going to make the roster anyway. But 
I, my focus is on Darian Butler and what he does and the strides that he can make because he could really be a surprise at that position. I know Kenny Young has the experience, but he hasn't played much special teams in the last couple of years. Uh, he hasn't played a significant number of snaps on special teams since 2019. So if Darian Butler could be that guy and flash on defense and contribute to special teams, he should make the final roster. And what about Cleveland Farrell? Um, again, not a lot of people talking about him uh, and where he'll play. I know he's probably going to play on the outside, especially now Chandler Jones injured. Who knows? We, we've been hearing that. But you might also see him shift around. Um, what do we need to see in this first game? We need to see him come out and, and perform well. Uh, is he? Does he have a chance of not making the roster despite his status and the contract status? No chance that he's cut. I, mean, I would say no chance, but I mean, the money that's tied to his contract, the Raiders are on the hook for about $10 million, So they don't gain anything if they cut him. He would have to be absolutely awful for them to just like, cut him. Like they can't use him at all. And that's not, I don't see that happening. He's going to be on the roster because of his contract. Uh, there's an issue. People are saying, well, he, he could be nicked up. So we don't even know how much he's going to play tonight because he has missed some practices. So we'll see. We'll keep that. Um, monitored the Raiders are kind of short-handed on the defensive side of the ball a lot of injuries a lot of guys they might keep out just to keep those guys healthy and remember this is preseason week zero um the Raiders have a few more preseason games to go so if a guy is nicked up the chances are they might play it safe and just not play him yeah no that that makes perfect sense uh okay Mo. third thing that people need to watch in this game is of course the defensive backs if we look back there, we, we now know that at safety position, Jonathan Abram has looked better in, in, the, in the camp and is also there as well um, with Tre, uh, Trevon Morig. They both have gotten good, good praise, but Jonathan Abram has also gotten good praise in every camp, so I don't know how much it means. We'll have to see how they do. And then at cornerback, of course, on, on the outside, uh, Trayvon Mullen still injured. You have Rocky Sin there as well. Your boy Averitt. From, from Baltimore, who came over as well, Anthony Averett. Uh, and then you have Hobbs in the slot there. Do we see Hobbs maybe play some outside? Do we see him tested there? What's your point on that? Yeah, he was listed as the outside cornerback on the preseason depth chart. Again, that doesn't mean he's going to play outside come week one. I, I think that's part of Trayvon Mullen being out with uh, coming mm -hmm. off his surgery. So you might see Nate Hobbs get some reps on the outside just to see how he looks because, remember, he played primarily in the slot as a rookie so they might just give him a look just in case Trayvon Mullen is not back by week one you have an emergency plan for a guy who could play outside if it's not Avery and Rocky Ossin right and, and to me that that's key because I I think and I've took taken that question a few times about oh well he's listed outside is he going to play there more and more or are they going to turn him into an outside and I, I think why would you fix something that's 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 not broken I mean he's played so well in that slot I think he, and I think you believe, I think the kid will be a pro bowler. I think that's how good he can be in that slot position. So out of necessity, I can see doing that. But this cornerback room, even though there's a lot of question marks, Mo, it's deeper because of the addition of those two veterans. Yeah, you, you bring in Rocky Asin, you bring in Anthony Averitt, Darius Phillips, who a lot of people are not talking about. He had, a, yep. he had one pretty decent year. I believe he had three picks in the year. Uh, he could be in, in a pinch. I think he'll be more of a dime package guy, but... He's going to get some run. Um, but as you said, it's a, it's a young cornerback room. It's a lot of, I don't want to say unproven guys, but a lot of guys who are, who could be on the ascend. So I think you're going to see a lot of Avery. You're going to see a lot of Rocky Austin. You're going to see a lot of Phillips. And even Amik Robinson, who a lot of people are dismissing as a bum already. I think he is going to get a lot of reps. And then we're going to learn a lot about him going into his third year. 
Yeah, and I think with Patrick Graham there, with a new coaching staff, uh, that kid's been through a lot too with what's happened, just like all the, the returning Raiders have. But I, I'm not ready to give up on him either. Uh, liked him early, still think he's got an opportunity with the right coaching to 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 reach his full potential and right. be the player he could be there. So it'll be it'll be interesting. We'll have fun with that one. So, uh, all right, we are up against our first break already. Uh, so that's the three things you need to watch in tonight's game against the Jaguars. What else are we going to talk about? Well, coming up after the break, we're going to honor and talk about the career, the legacy of the man and the player. And that, of course, is number 21, Speed Kills, Mr. Cliff Branch. We're going to talk about that. And later in the show, the mysterious Nostradamus makes his visit to Silver and Black today. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. Here we go, Raider Nation. It's football season. <laughs> 